Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. I guess everybody had a pleasant weekend, huh? Oh. You think? Yeah. yeah. LR won a big game in Jonesboro yeah. uh, in which they swept the season series with the uh, Arkansas State Red Wolves that is on the men's side. And uh, Joe Foley on the ladies' side picked up his 800th career victory. That combines his time at Arkansas Tech as well as the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Uh, they are all chasing Pat Summit. Pat Summit has 1,000, this is on the, on the women's side, 1,098 victories, 1,098. So, Joe, obviously, is 298 wins away. Wow. <laughs> if they won. Let's see. 30 a year. That's almost year. 10 years, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. And, so and people don't win 30 a year. So. Yeah. yeah. I think Joe's got some work cut out for him to uh, yeah. surpass Pat Summit. But, uh, nevertheless, a great honor for one of the greatest coaches that we've seen, whether it's in Arkansas or otherwise. But uh, he is a definite jewel. And uh, you mentioned happiness. Did you, did you really believe, I shouldn't maybe even phrase it that way, but I will anyway. Uh, did you believe that one player, in this case Isaiah Joe, can yeah. make that big of a yeah. difference for this sure. Arkansas team? Well, as we've said so many times, you're talking about 16 to 17 points a game, and Arkansas lost two overtime games and two last-second shot games during that five-game losing streak or two, you know, four really close games um, and one blowout, but who knows how that would have been. And so um, also it means that guys that uh, were already playing a lot of minutes had to play more minutes. And so we saw Saturday a game in which Mason Jones wasn't particularly outstanding, but – Isaiah Joe made up for it. And we saw that so many times when Arkansas jumped to a 16-5 and record was if Joe had a lousy game, Jones usually had a great game. And if Jones had uh-huh. a so-so game, Joe had a great game. And, uh-huh. um, yeah, Which and there's is sort of what happened on Saturday. That's right. And there, there also might be, you know, somebody else who would uh, jump in there. And obviously in, in most games, Jimmy Witt's been pretty good, and he was good on Saturday. So, yeah, one player does make a big difference. Now, that's one game. If Arkansas can win this game Wednesday against Tennessee, and there's no guarantee, 
But if they can, I think they might be on their way to winning out. And, and I know that includes two road games. It includes LSU at home. But they are a whole different team with Isaiah Joe available. Yes. And here's the other thing is, even though he had surgery and he's rehab, 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 he's fresher than anybody else because he missed five games. And so even though he was working to get back, he wasn't playing himself. And, and you think, what did he play, 38 minutes Saturday? And I don't know that anybody would yes. have expected that. I don't think he expected that. But, boy, did he make some big threes. He and Desi Seals down the stretch. Every time Missouri would make a move, Joe or Seals would, would hit a shot. Well, that was a big one. He nailed with, what, about a minute and a half, something I'm talking about, uh, the three-pointer by – Isaiah Joe. Yeah, because it right was a two-point game. Yeah. It Missouri was, cut it to two. Big. Yeah, he hit that it. Missouri cut big. it to two again, and Desi Seals hit a three. And, you know, they just they, they kept making big shots. And that's what Arkansas did for so much of the early season when they were racing to that really good record. They'd get ahead, and any time anybody made a move, one of those guys, and it might, it might be Jones too, one of them would make a three or a bad, make a move to the basket and would maintain enough of an edge where the other team couldn't catch up. And that's exactly what happened against Missouri. And, so we'll see if uh, it'll happen again. But it was sure good to see him win. Talking about a monster effort, speaking of the UALR men's basketball team, Kamani Johnson picked up his second Sunbelt uh, Player of the Week honor, 32 points, 16 rebounds in that win over Arkansas State. Uh, he paced the win over the Red Wolves, setting career highs on both points, 32, rebounds, 16, 9 of 12 from the floor, 14 of 19 from the free throw line, scoring 21 points, 9 rebounds in the second half to provide Little Rock's offensive spark. He also had a big uh, defensive play down the stretch. He blocked a Red Wolf shot attempt, getting the ball back to the Trojans to close out the win so congratulations to Kamani Johnson it's kind of like uh Rick very much I thought it was almost a joke today when I saw this that uh, Robert Moore the great little young second baseman yeah. uh for the Razorbacks mm-hmm. he um ends up co-player of the week <laughs> yeah and you're thinking player of the week yeah although did you see the guy who was co-player with he had a pretty fabulous week, too. And and then you looked at they had a freshman of the week because more could have been that. And the freshman of the week had a great week. So, you know, as good a week as he had, and he did have an absolutely tremendous weekend, eight hits, 12 at-bats, nine runs batted in in four games. Here's a guy that went one for 12 on the first weekend. He's <laughs> 17 years old. And uh, have, did you hear any of the interviews with him? The guy, oh, and, very and articulate I, young I, man. I guess, yeah, I guess you Except should expect that. Except for calling that. his coach Dave. Yeah, Except right. For calling Dave's he, dad. he he quickly corrected that, but but you but and you would expect that. And here's what I love about it. the guy's dad's the general manager of the Kansas City Royals. I love this. I am thrilled to have him at Arkansas, and and I don't know if we've talked much about this, but it's a very smart move. It's a baseball family. So you're on the one hand, you're thinking the guy skipped his senior year in high school. That, that's never happened with an Arkansas baseball player. I don't know if it's happened with anybody else. You think you think about football guys that graduate early and go through spring football. Baseball is a spring sport, so you're actually giving up your senior year. 
he most likely would have been a second-round draft pick, which would have been a bonus somewhere in the million, the minute, million and a half, most likely. Of course, it could have been drafted by somebody other than the Royals, too. Obviously, the Kansas City management and Dave Van Horn know each other very well. He's not only a Royals fan, but several times when Mr. Glass owned the Royals, Dave Van Horn was a guest up there, so you know he knows Dayton Moore pretty well. So they work it out. So here the guy skips it. So he's 17. So here's what happens. He gets three years of baseball experience. And even though he'll only be 20, he's still draftable after three years. So he's actually draftable a year earlier than most people would be. And his dad, among all people, would realize the benefit of college. Look at how many college pitchers the Royals have been drafting lately and, uh, and are in the Royals organization. So he knows the benefit. And here's a guy that steps in, he's 17 years old, and he's the starting second baseman, and he sure proved why this weekend. So that's a long dissertation there, but it's just, I think it's amazing to have him here, and the guy has got a lot of good baseball ahead of him as a Razorback. Yeah, I think you just put uh, Bob to sleep on that one. (laughs) Uh, Bob, wake up, it's okay, it's okay. That was a Razorback conversation. Well, what he said was, uh, Bob from our People East Circuit coming live saying, see that, yeah. not Jan Snore. Brady, thanks for actually talking about the Razorbacks in your opening monologue. I'll have to get my nap in later. Then he goes on to add, well, since Rick went on that long dissertation, <laughs> I got my dad at nap in real quickly. So I'm sorry, you don't you like to know more about the inside of why a guy is a Razorback. Or more. Yeah, ne- next, time, or more. next time we'll just say, hey, you had a great week. That was wonderful, wasn't it? Or more of more. Don't but, you uh, like to okay. know these stories? I think that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Well, this is a yeah. sad story, at least at this point. Hopefully, uh, innocence will be proven before we assume that he's guilty. But he was arrested this morning. Uh, Cottrell Wallace, a Bryant High School student who in December signed to play football at the University of Arkansas, was arrested Monday morning mm. in Benton. And we'll be talking more about this later on with Trey Biddy, see if we can get some more details. But Wallace, 18, was arrested in connection with a second-degree sexual assault, a Uh-oh. Class B felony, tampering a Class D felony, according to his detention profile on the Saline County Sheriff's Office website. He was booked into the county jail at 8.46 a.m. Monday and has not had a bond set, according to jail records. Krista Petty with the Benton Police Department said in an email Monday that Wallace's arrest report was unavailable, but the department will issue a press release about the arrest later in the day. It's still an ongoing uh, slash active investigation, and we do not release incident reports in those instances. So hopefully there will be some clarification. And, uh, again, we're going to protect innocence until found guilty. So it is a charge at this point, a serious charge, no less, but um, concerns there. Um, This is not, quote, sports-related. Rick, I forwarded this on to you um, this weekend. I got this from our uh, sales director. What is her title? What's Leslie's title? I don't know. Anyway. General sales um, manager. General sales oh, really? manager. Is, is she in the military? <laughs> okay. We're going to have to call um, a general. 
Or maybe she does commercials <laughs> with Shaquille O'Neal. Maybe she's that general. No. no okay. okay. All right. Who are the top performing sports station in America? Joe, did you see this? It's amazing. I didn't see it. Oh, my gosh, Joe. Okay. you got to hear this. It's amazing. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm being as sincere. I, I just want to thank our listeners, and that's across yes. all day parts, because this has to take in all day parts. Uh, 20 uh, men, 2554, prime share, uh, top 150 markets, our own little KABZ in Little Rock, Arkansas, is second in the nation. This is top performing sports stations in America, number two. That is trailing, amazing. And now the question only KXFN in Minneapolis. They have a 14.4 share. We have a 13.7 share. The, you know, I, I'm astonished at that. And I guess maybe when I think of a station like WR in New York, maybe it's because the population is so large. Yeah, that's they, what their their percentage about. of There's, listenership right. wouldn't be as as big, but for, for that's that's astonishing, isn't it? Well, when you when you go down to the least on the list, it really tells you how fragmented the New York market is because Providence, Rhode Island has a four point six year. They are the smallest uh, that's on this map of top one hundred and fifty markets. So it's got to be. Uh, because that market just, you know, devours itself, and it's, there's just not enough strength. Now, granted, with that kind of population base, that still still doesn't mean that there's not a lot of folks listening to those, but that just mm-hmm. gives you the percentage of share. And our share has always been calculated on the four-county metro of Pulaski, Saline, Faulkner, and Lone Oak County. So thank you, even though That's you may amazing. be listening un- – in other areas of the state that didn't mm-hmm. uh, get counted by Arbitron uh, towards our metro. But, so it doesn't uh, count your app, or app either, right? Doesn't right. count the app. Yeah, that's amazing. Nope. And yeah, Now, let me ask you this. If Bob falls asleep, does he still count as a listener? Uh, as long as that, bu- that buzzer that he has connected to him uh, <laughs> okay. wakes him up. Bob, and, uh, don't fall asleep. We're talking about the Razorbacks. <laughs> Uh, I have gotten um, several um, email, uh, not email, post from a utility service company live game feedback about Petrell Wallace, uh, Douglas. Um, Larry will talk more about it at the top of the hour. I mean, unless you mm-hmm. want to call and talk about it, but uh, with um, Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, hoping we can get some more information. Um, let's talk to DK. DK, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good evening, fellas. Hope all is well. Uh, I got a quick question. You know how they said they ain't going to allow the spring game to be played, which it ain't no sweat off my back. I I ain't really just was all hype about seeing the spring game, but I'm just wondering, you know how they say, well, we don't want to schedule a, a conference game because it's in effect with getting recruits on campus and whatnot. So do that same thing apply when the uh, Razorbacks play at uh, Simmons Arena? And I'm going to hang up and listen. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Sure does. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about there. You're, you're playing, I think, Randy, if I'm not mistaken, that's probably in a non no-contact time. 
when they play a basketball game at Simmons Arena. And also, you're giving up one game, whereas uh, you still play, what, 16 or 17 home games in Fayetteville. So you're not giving up too much. There was in football, you're giving up one of seven. And they will be able to invite recruits now to the spring game. Yeah. Um, knowing that uh, the date, and it's in a, in a window where you can invite them on campus. Right. And in fact, I think you could e- ease, uh, also be hosting official visitors. I may be wrong, but um, I, we probably can find that out. In fact, if you remember, Rick, I think it's maybe three, four years old that the um, – Southeastern Conference granted Arlington to where it alters one year you're the home team, the -hmm. next year you're the visiting team, the year that you're the home team, whether it's A&M or Arkansas, then you can invite people in. So um, that's why I think it's it's imperative that um, when you've got these important recruiting windows, you got to take advantage of it. I can't. I I didn't. I didn't know what the grounds to begin with what they actually thought they could justify having the games in um, the spring game in Fayetteville to begin with. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, in Little Rock. I just Little didn't, Rock. I couldn't well, see the base of it. In no, Rock. me either. Beyond, two years ago, it was obvious because the stadium yeah, was under construction. construction. So, right. yeah, that, that was an easy waiver. It was interesting, though, also that the SEC, when they said no waiver this year, they said that's only this year. They said, uh-huh. uh, you know, you can try again in the future. Really? Well, what's going to change? Well, what you do is you you um, um, get a couple of hammers and nails out. <laughs> you, and, you knock down you know. a wall and say, hey, we got to no, fix this no, wall. Just, no, go, go to the 50-yard <laughs> line. Fix this wall. Just, yeah, no, just go to the 50-yard line and start, you know, making some kind of sign or something. Nice construction going on. Can't you see? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that'll work, too. Would you please yeah. accompany uh, photos to that? Uh, from our Keith Lee Service Company Live Fan Feedback, Rusty Hogg, it just means more. Great job. Excited about this team. Westmore said he was related to more on the zone. Oh, is he? How about I that? I don't know about that. Wes, you a Royals fan, huh? If you're, Hey, you got to be a Royals fan know. if you're related. Okay. Uh, then Dancy Donkey weighs in says, um, you're welcome. Guys, you're welcome for all the creative life and feedback posts for driving up <laughs> ratings. The whole nation even knows Rick is wrong. <laughs> Thanks, well, I'm Dancing glad, Dancing Donkey. Donkey, you're taking some yeah. credit for all of that. That's great. You that, bet. Uh, uh, let's see, what did Robertino say? Uh, from our Keith Lee Service Company Life and Feedback. Disappointing baseball weekend. Guys, very disappointing weekend for the Hawks baseball-wise. What? For a team like Gonzaga, or Gonzaga to put up as many runs as it did while showing the Arkansas bats no mercy with multiple strikeouts. It truly shows how hopeless this season is. Casey Martin can hit the broadside of a barn. All hope is lost. Baseball Hogs won't win another game. Fire everyone, including Rick. <laughs> Okay, I would be willing to bet my entire whatever I have that they will win another game. <laughs> they play a whole lot of games, and uh, I think they're going to win at least one more. The uh, Gonzaga is picked to win its conference, and their conference is pretty good. And they came down here, and gosh, the first game is 5-5. Five to five. They're locked in a 
in a tight game. Arkansas ends up winning 7-5. to five. Uh, Yesterday, they just couldn't shake them. Uh, after Arkansas jumped to a good lead, Gonzaga jumps right back in the game. It's five to nothing, then it's five to three, and uh, and Arkansas ends up winning nine to five. Um, Arkansas has a team batting average of three fourteen after that weekend's over. They have a staff earned run average of two point one four, and you think they're doomed? Well, Did this Casey weekend, Martin get a hit yesterday. He had a home run. Home run. Yeah. yeah. Home run. Now he's off to a slow start. Did that he's hit the broad side of the barn out there? Well, there's no barn out there. Uh, oh, okay. You know, back in the old days, let's see, could you hit a foul ball to Barnhill? Maybe so. But anyway, this park's too far from any barn. But, but you know, he's off to a slow start, but it's okay because so many other guys are just sizzling at the plate that uh, Casey Martin will be fine. So, anyway, <laughs> it's okay. Hey, this it's a good weekend coming up. And I can remember, as either my last year or the year before my last year, that uh, Arkansas played at Minute Maid Park. What a what an absolutely fabulous situation that is. They're going to play there this weekend in Houston, and uh, they play Oklahoma on Friday, three o'clock. Then they play Texas Saturday night. Uh, they got a Sunday game. I can't remember who they play Sunday. You may have that in front of you, but um, what a great weekend! Play Baylor on there. Sunday. Baylor on Sunday, and so you know three really top flight opponents, and so um, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, what a good weekend coming up for Razorback baseball. Bob, can I can I work this story in when we get back from the break? Will you not be upset at me? I mean, it's, it's stay away, Bob. Related. It's okay, I'll, I'll talk, Bob. You know, it's a really good story. I need to read. I need, I need to, to uh, talk about. All right, Drive Time Sports, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, back with more after this timeout. To be a part of the program, call 433-1037 in the Little Rock area and 1-800-477-1037 from all of Arkansas. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater from our Keithley Service Company Live Feed Feedback. Rusty Hogg says, uh, enjoyed listening to Chuck on the radio. Yeah, I did the game Sunday. Sure did. Sure did. I don't know who's going to do the games in Houston. Because um, here's the way it works. Uh, When uh, Phil is doing women's basketball, which he'll be doing this weekend, obviously he doesn't do the baseball games. Um, They got Benjamin Kelly uh, to do a game this past weekend, one of the games, and he is the voice of the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Uh, In the past, they've used uh, Scott Inman for some games. He has a full-time job. He may not be able to to do that uh, like he maybe one time did. And then, uh, obviously, Chuck was in town, and uh, Phil was doing the basketball game Sunday, so Chuck was available to do the game Sunday, which I think was really great. But next weekend, Chuck will be doing basketball. Phil will be doing basketball. I don't know if they'll send Benjamin Kelly or somebody else from um, Learfield IMG, but we'll be able to hear him, obviously, and uh, they'll be entertaining games, but I don't know who will do the games. I'll see if I can find Hmm. out. In fact, wasn't it just a couple of years ago that um, Scott did that 
exact yeah. role down yes. in Houston. Yeah, and, yeah, I think he even went to California maybe one time. Yeah, I think uh, you're right about that too. Yeah, so I was so they obviously didn't have him this weekend, and uh, nor did they have him the first weekend when um, the game Phil wasn't available. So, so I, I'm not sure. I'll see if I can find out. Okay. All right. All right. Um, um, from our Keithley Service Company live-in feedback, Bob says, uh, Randy, when you put me to sleep, my radio stays on. I have a buzzer <laughs> that alerts me when you start talking about the hogs or Rick tells a bad joke. So your buzzer. <laughs> you so wake up for a bad joke? How about that? Joke. You don't like hearing a good story about more, but you wake up for bad jokes? Wow. All right, from our own Mary Ann in the shipwreck. Yeah. Uh, she says, Robert Moore, Van Horn talked about it in the preseason presser. Florida and North Carolina have had kids enroll early like mm. R. Moore did. Okay. First one for the Razorbacks. Good good for Florida and North Carolina, but that's what there a great go. move. Mary yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary Ann. All right, uh, I've got two stories, Bob. You can go back to sleep for a moment. Um I don't know if you saw this, or if nothing else, the replay. I just happened to be watching. Um, at halftime of the Ole Miss game in Alabama, which Ole Miss got blown out badly, 103-78. At halftime, they always have these promotions. In this case, you were to putt a golf ball the entire length of the basketball floor. If it goes in the opening uh, that would serve as a hole, then in this case, you win a new car. An 86-year-old lady steps up and knocks it down. And, I mean, you could watch the ball rolling in the crowd. Her name was Marianne. Was that you, Marianne? I didn't know you was 86 years old. <laughs> um, but Marianne uh, got a brand-new car thanks to Cannon Motors and um, – but you could tell the moment that it really passed the half court. I mean, it was it looked like it was lining up. And sure enough, she knocked it down, and she's got herself now a brand-new car. So congratulations to Mary Did you see it? I, did you see that? Yeah, I saw yeah, it. Wasn't, wasn't it amazing? Isn't that amazing? 84 yeah, years 86, old. 86. Oh, she 86. 86. She 86. rolled it. 94 feet and went in the hole. That, that is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Anybody nice, could do that. Yeah. It was unbelievable. But it, it became believable when it went through <laughs> that little hole because I didn't think it was makeable. I made it unbelievable to me. Um, another story that is kind of unbelievable, a Zamboni driver is now part of hockey lore. Mm-hmm. He's a minor league Zamboni driver, maintenance worker, who has survived two bouts with skin cancer. He is a kidney transplant recipient of a family of goaltenders, David Ayers, the emergency goalie who made NHL history on Saturday night. After Hurricane goalies Jamie Reimer and Pete Mazarek suffered injuries on Saturday, the 42-year-old Ayers was called upon. He made eight saves to help Carolina beat off the Toronto Maple Leafs 6-3 in Toronto. Ayers was in the Scottabank Arena with his wife in case of emergency. Home teams are required to have two goalies on hand for each team 
if something is to happen to their active goalies. For his trouble, Ayers got to take home his number 90 Canes jersey, but was not paid for his appearance because he was on a amateur trial contract. Wow. Didn't get paid. Interesting. Did you see the interview with him? It was a great interview. I did not. And here's, here's what his team told him when, when he had to suit up. They said, look, if you give up 10 goals, you are our goalie tonight. So don't even worry about it. And then he went out there and they won. Isn't that something? He was. That's I, I saw the interview with him. He had to be the most excited post-game athlete I've ever seen interviewed. I mean, he just could not stop beaming. He was just beaming the whole time. Just, just what an amazing story. Just amazing. Yeah. Now, here's the other ironic twist about it. Following the victory, the Hurricanes created Ayers T-shirts for sale. He'll receive some of the royalties with the rest of it going to a kidney foundation of his choosing great and uh he has ties to the maple leaves he's a zamboni drive for the toronto marlies their american league uh, american hockey league team affiliate works as a mate works maintenance at the marlies arena and um he for the past eight years he has been a practice goalie for the Maple Leaves and Marley's in practice with Toronto on Sunday, a day after beating them. How cool. Wow. Wow. So what Amazing. a neat story there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like uh, a fan getting to play in a, in a National Hockey League game. We're not talking about, yeah. uh, you know, triple A or double A or playing in the actual top league. And I know he's got some experience and, and all of that, but still it, it's almost like, hey, you, can you uh, you want to come play with us tonight? <laughs> and you're playing is. with the pros. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, you're oh. not playing in a minor league game. I mean, that is the National Hockey League. That's All right, from amazing. our Keith Lee Service Company Life and Feedback, S says, Phil and Bubba are both going to Houston. Phil said Saturday, Kyle Kellums used to do the fill-in. At, at times he did. Oh, so Phil is going to go. Okay, well, good for him. How about that? And they usually don't take the uh, analyst on the road, but if, hey, if Bubba gets to go, and maybe Bubba's saying, hey, it's a major league park, I want to go, more power. That's that's great. Well, did the women is, but the women's basketball team, do they not play this weekend? I don't have the schedule in front of me. I'm so I can't look answer it up. for you. I'm look it up. All right. You do that. Uh, let's see. Hog Bald um, from our Keith Lee Service Company Live in Feedback. Rick, I'm in northwest Arkansas with you and listening on the app. So I know I don't count, but all anyone has to do is to appreciate Rick's more stories is listen to these yahoos on radio up here. They're likely talking about their shopping habits or eating habits or a number of other things, but not the Razorbacks. I'll listen by way of the Buzz app whenever possible. Well, thank you, Hog well, thank you. Bald. That's nice. I don't know what and by goes the way, on there in northwest so Arkansas. Well, thank, thank you. I uh, appreciate the comment. But, uh, okay, so I don't know how they're working this, but uh, Arkansas's women's team plays at Mississippi State Thursday, and then they play LSU at home on Sunday. So how in the world, if, if they – I can't imagine they get to this point with a team that's 21-6 and six and, send, and pull Phil at that point, but I don't know. But I have texted to see if I can find out, so we'll, we'll see. Hmm. 
That'd be interesting. That that would yeah. be rather difficult to. Yeah. Um, now where where's the game that, on? That uh, would be because that'd be two women's games they're playing at Starkville Thursday night. Okay. Now could you could you get from Starkville to Houston in time for a three o'clock game Saturday Friday? Yes. Could you do Friday and Saturday? Saturday I believe is a night game, and then Sunday afternoon is a day game uh, at Bud Walton Arena. And, and so, the game that night is at 6:30 against Baylor. Wow. Although that'd be that'd be impossible because I think the basketball games at either one or two, there's no way you could get from Fayetteville to Houston to do that. Unless they gave the um, the plane to the um, the helicopter. Plane. You probably need a helicopter too because you once you land, you still got to get to the ballpark. So that that'd be a tough. I don't one. know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if we can find out. Again, I texted. I'll see if we can find out, and they may get an answer, may not. Ed, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, Rick and Randy, I just want to tell you guys, man, you're the upper crust of the radio during the day. You know that? I mean, it's kind of like I was thinking yep. myself real quick. You got the buzz. They're the rock gut whiskey. <laughs> you know, you kind of got a mm, smart taste. And you got the uh, after that zone, you know, and it's kind of gets a little smoother. By the time you get to about 3 o'clock, you, you can palate it, but by the time you get to you guys, it's like you smell the bouquet. It's like you roll around in your mouth. You, you oh savor the place. Oh, you're, you're too <laughs> Never nice. heard quite described no, like that. Yeah. but thank you. Thank you guys you. are the fine wine, baby. Hey, listen, um, I'm not busting on the hogs. And right off the bat, I only got two questions. First, I'll ask you, I think they had a positive season this year compared to what we had. All right, Ed, I got, I got to put you on hold. hold hang on. we got to hit the break. Back after this timeout. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Let's go back to Ed. Ed, thank you for your patience. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Hey, when you're, you know, sipping gourmet, man, it's, it's a pleasure. <laughs> to pull pork right back up. Ah, oh, my gosh. Favor, baby. Hey, now, um, I'm really excited about this last uh, Razorback season. I mean, they are 17 and 10, a lot more impressive. And plus, how many games have we lost? that we were within five points of this year, at least four. They've lost eight games by eight single games. digits, by single digits. Uh, that includes a couple seven-point losses, but yes. yes. Yeah. But the, mm-hmm. the, I've heard each game that the Razorbacks were into, I mean, the Coliseum was rocking, especially if they're in Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. the support. So, guys, I'm really tickled to death with this last season. If we just had a big man or another – you know, a center or something, it would have been great. But I'm, I'm happy where we're at, and that brings me to where I'm at now. I believe they have it in them. I know they get tired, especially this late in the season, but I think we have a possibility to win maybe five or six out of these last games. I mean, do you think we'll have to play on a Thursday during the tournament? And I'll hang up and listen. On Thursday, uh, yes. Thank uh, you, Rick. Yeah, I, I think they'll definitely have to play on Thursday. That's – that's uh, only four teams get buys to Friday. So, yes, they'll have to play on Thursday. They're not going to be in the top four. But if you watched, you know, I, I do think this. When you're watching the telecast on the SEC network, I would love to have a dollar every time the word NCAA tournament comes up. <laughs> it, it, they talk about it endlessly. They go over and over and over and over. And, 
hey, why don't you tell us a little about the game that's going on? Uh, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, uh, it's all projection. But Joe Lenardi actually came on. He made an appearance. Yep. And yes, he, he did. basically said, and, and Joe Lenardi, uh, for whatever you believe about all the guys making picks, he is usually right within a team or two every year. And he believes he gave Arkansas a 55% chance of getting in. But he said if Arkansas wins four of the last five, which included Missouri, that's, that means they could actually lose one of the last four games, and wins a game at the SEC tournament, they are definitely in. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But, yes, they're, they're going to have to play on Thursday, I think. But if you're playing on Thursday, aren't you playing a team that played the day before? You could be. Yes. You may, not necessarily, yes. but you could be. Yeah, could be. Yes. So, anyway. That's the that's no, the situation. I, I, I mean, now that that's whatever. Why go ahead, whatever. Well, no, I mean, at whatever point that you join the bracket, yeah. there is no break. I mean, you just you right. play that's game right. after game. Five right. is the most that you could play and Correct. win the SEC tournament. But yeah. if if Arkansas jumps in, let's say on Thursday, that Thursday, means you have to right. win four games. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, to get yeah. And, and I think they're in good shape to do that now. But, uh, but again, that's why this game Wednesday is so important. We'll say again, even with Isaiah Joe back, of the four remaining games, there's not one of them that is a guaranteed win. They could lose all four of them. But there's not one of them that's a guaranteed loss. They could win all four of them, or they could win any combination of the last four. But this game against Tennessee, Tennessee just beat the heck out of Arkansas earlier this year. It's really the only game they were out of, and they were out of it early. Um, so if Arkansas can come back and play really, really well Wednesday and win that game, then you know the, the possibilities are still very good. I think. Well, this this would be a damaging loss to say the least because to Tennessee they're number sixty-four. A mm-hmm. uh, and M is still uh, Arkansas closes out the regular season in College Station against A and M. They're one seventeen. Now these are the latest mm-hmm. uh, NET ratings. Georgia stands at number 90, and who am I missing? To LSU. LSU. Yeah, they're, they're barely in the top that 30, could be aren't a, they? That'd be that quad one yeah. victory. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, number 30 is uh, Right LSU at 30, is, yeah. Right. At this time, yeah. So it makes a difference. And, it sure does. Uh, from Chainsaw Day from our Keith Lee uh, Service Company Live Feed Feedback, Bob, comment. Don't stop giving us the inside information that only – Rick and Randy and the rest of the DTS crew provides. That's why I listen, so don't stop. The story on Moore was an excellent example why he is here and how lucky we are to have him. Neat story for me to tell others who don't know that. So don't stop. Do more of this. If listeners want to only hear sports uh, blankety-blank, turn on the Paul Feinbaum show. Oh, my. Please don't do that. Don't do that. And. Hey, Bob just teases with us, and I'm sure he listens uh, quite frequently. And we're glad to have Bob as a listener, but not everything we say pleases every person that listens. I, I just hope he doesn't fall asleep easily because, I mean, <laughs> we, you know, we go from subject to subject. And we I, do. I mean, That's right. That'd be almost. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Uh, That's right. We went quiet there. <laughs> okay. Now I know you watch a lot of sports on, on the weekend. Did you hit the MLB Network? Did you actually watch any spring yep. training? You know, Yep. It's. Do you ever? I've seen. Uh, let's see. One, two, three. I've seen three spring training games in my life, and all three of them were because I was on basketball trips 
One year, uh, way back in the 80s, I think it was 83, Arkansas played in Tampa in the NCAA tournament. And then whatever it was, 2000, what was it, 11, 10, somewhere in there where the SEC tournament was in Tampa, saw two games. But as you're watching those, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be fun to just go spend a week there? And basically, you get up in the morning, you have a nice leisurely morning, then you go to stroll the ballpark, you watch a game that afternoon, then you have a nice dinner, watch a movie or something, go to bed and do it again. It, because it's, it, it just looks so relaxed and it's so beautiful. You know, the parks aren't as big, but it's just absolutely beautiful uh, when you watch those spring training games. They don't mean as much. It's relaxed. You ever have a desire to do that? Nah. Really? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean I've, I've got access, as I mentioned before, up here in my studio, to three TVs. Yeah. So a lot of it's times. It's not like I'll being there. It's not like I understand that. But, I mean, with the quality of picture nowadays, it, it does look pretty it's good. It's very good. You're right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I watched golf. I watched, uh, um, I missed out on the Celtics and Lakers. It was coming on at a time where I can't, I, I can't remember what was interfering at that particular moment. Well, the Celtic but, uniforms uh, were ugly, so it's good you missed that. What, well, what were those, throwbacks to the 1912s? I they were, have no oh, idea. They were, they were ugly. Them, but, they were like, okay, since um, you watch golf, let me ask you a question then. Okay, so everybody knows about the Astros. What what about Patrick Reed? What what's what's with him? I have never seen that video of him supposedly moving the sand. Um, yeah, but I've I mean, never seen that. Hey, Brooks Kepner, who's, who's one of the best players on the tours out there, he basically calls him a cheater. Yeah, right. Jay so, it, is he a cheater? And he won this weekend, but uh, don't you know. don't you don't hear as much about that as you do baseball. But isn't that interesting? You got me on that one. I haven't seen it, so I, I couldn't comment on it. All right, up next, straight video of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. Hour number two, straight ahead. 